Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Business with the Stories. My name is Najma and in today's Wednesday uh, episode we are going to talk about uh, localism and local businesses. So welcome back uh, to all of you that have been listening and welcome to the new listeners. Thank you so much for joining me again today for our second episode of the week. So usually on Wednesday, we talk about family businesses and I really thought it was a good idea to uh, start talking about the topic of local businesses and how to uh, help the local communities. So uh, the topic that we're going to talk about today, um, I wrote it by reading a lot of different business case studies. And the one specifically that I liked, uh, that I leveraged a lot uh, to write my episode is a Berkeley case study. So I'm going to link um, the PDF in my episode description. Hopefully um, it will work because usually I notice that when I try to add um, files, uh, it's not even possible, but I think that because it's a link um, that is a PDF, maybe it will. So I will will try and otherwise I will just give you the Berkeley Group um, uh, website. So uh, localism. So why specifically um, this topic today? So I think that with everything that has happened over the last year um, with the pandemic and uh, a lot of local businesses being forced uh, to stop working, uh, it really actually made people realize how important local businesses were and how constantly um, pushing for exportation, importation, and having foreign companies uh, or even foreign products and goods services coming from abroad um, can actually hurt a country more when people in the country uh, itself don't have jobs anymore. And this is something that um, is really important to me, especially when I talk about community engagement and uh, making sure that the community has activities and and jobs, obviously. Um, It's really important to me because uh, when I think of, of islands and Comoros Island being obviously on top of my mind, I know how much this can hurt a local economy when people only think about uh, services and goods coming from outside to sell them instead of actually developing and helping things that are local uh, to bring money and make sure that um, the economy thrives. So obviously, this is a very uh, broad topic. It's a very political topic. I am not going to be able to talk about um, every aspect of it in the time that we have. Even if I was doing a two-hour episode, it still wouldn't be enough. 
So really what I'm going to talk about today is just about bringing some kind of awareness to all of you listening because having a community around um, that we help to grow and we help to engage and we help um, business being created and jobs being created, it's something that all of us can really contribute Uh, And that's really what I wanted to talk about today is just bringing some awareness about it. It's a topic, like I said, that is really important to me. Um, So I'm just going to talk about it today, let's say, as an introduction. And you will hear me talk about community and local businesses a lot. And you know how much I love Um, obviously family businesses, uh, because it's even a specific topic on a day, uh, on Wednesday that I do specifically for that reason. So the reason why I really loved, uh, the Berkeley, uh, case study is about, um, big companies that obviously, uh, are necessary. And in this case, it's a hospital, and how the community around big companies uh, that are local can really leverage that when things are done properly. So again, here we're talking about, I always use my examples um, to, to try to find ideas out of them. So you don't have to have a hospital or a big company, definitely, but really any company that you have, obviously, including family businesses can help bring awareness and engage with the community uh, to create these jobs and really push for things to be done um, locally in whatever area you're in. So uh, the first part uh, of our episode today is going to be engagement. Uh, The second part is going to be about communication And the third part is going to be about commitment. So um, let's start right away and jump into our first uh, point, which is going to be the engagement part. So obviously, before starting anything, um, you you need to understand uh, how to engage with the different uh, parties, how to engage with the community, how to engage with the different companies to understand. Because obviously, when we talk about businesses, we talk about services and goods. So it means that you have to understand what's going on to be able to address those things. And I think this is where uh, sometimes some people have really a hard time is that they have no clue even how to stop the conversation and engage uh, to even show that there is kind of interest or even there is a possibility um, that someone can do the work. So engaging is always going to be something that is um at least the way I see it, uh, number one necessary to even understand that there are things to be done, there are things that are possible. And when you engage with the people around you and you hear people talk, you see the different projects that are going on, uh, you will be in a position later on to create proposals uh, better and faster and in a more accurate way uh, to be able to meet expectations. Because again, um, business is time, business is money. Uh, a lot of people, one of the reasons why they um, 
outsource a lot and I can talk from experience uh, while I was at Microsoft with the, the outsource experience that I've had is really because of that. We want to save time. We want to save money. There is already, uh, there are already a lot of processes that are in place in whatever big company. Um, like I said, money, so it doesn't cost a lot. So these are things that are very important to understand. Um, and that's why I said that it's a very political conversation as well, because obviously one of the reasons why certain things in certain countries are cheaper is because of the local government. Uh, so this is not a simple way of looking at things, because obviously, um, if you have to pay someone a certain amount that is twice or three times while you paid someone abroad for certain companies, they'd have no choice. But there is always a workaround. There are always things that can be done. Um, so that's why, again, um, I really wanted to talk about it because it's not a simple and there's no simple answers to all of these things. Right. So, um, when people talk about business proposals, when people talk about engaging even in different processes, you always have to keep that in mind. But it doesn't mean that it's impossible uh, because community engagement, again, is very, very important. So really, number one, engaging, engaging in any kind of activity that you can um, make sure that you understand from a quantity perspective and a quality perspective what is expected. Uh, whatever project that is, whatever company that is, whatever local business that is, uh, there is always a, a, um, a let's say, a pro I want to say a process, but there is always, there will always be something, a kind of feedback or even a technique uh, that you need to learn and you cannot learn that without engaging. Um, so again, very important in this case, when we talk about the hospital, uh, I'm going back to the Berkeley case study that, I, that I've read to um, and used that, uh, when, I, when I wrote this episode. Uh, this hospital, again, you can read about it, but it was about local community and uh, consultants that will be able to help. Uh, in the construction and the maintenance of the um, of the hospital, and this was in the UK. So uh, you really have also to understand uh, when it comes to businesses that people are always going to open businesses to solve problems. So when you go and engage with people, you really have to constantly have a solution mindset. And if you are the one specifically looking for a job. Uh, or looking to engage because you're looking to actually create your own company, you need to be the one to bring your own solutions uh, so that they see you as a way out of whatever they're looking for um, instead of another problem. You should never go and engage with people if you're going to add issues to whatever they're doing. So this is, again, something that is very important. That's why I said that there are no easy answers because you have to have a business mindset. Uh, you have to understand how business work. But this can be very simple things. I mean, here, uh, again, the example is a hospital, but it can be a local business that you can propose delivery services. It can be any local business that you can propose, I don't know, even um, maintenance or 
um, cleaning. It can be anything. But local jobs are really, really important uh, for communities, again, in general, uh, and to make sure that people around are not just jobless waiting for a government to pay uh, whatever. So that was our first point, which was engagement. Then our second point is going to be communication. And communication here, obviously, is going to be the way you're going to interact with these people, but also communication in terms of results. So you really have to remember, like I mentioned in our first point, is that this is a business conversation that you're going to have. And one of the reasons why people love to outsource in certain countries is because uh, without having much of conversations on top of the fact that it's very cheap, they have results. They bring results to the table. And people don't have to ask much for people to, for things to get done. So you have things that are done, again, in a very mass-produced way, that's for sure, uh, very cheap and very quickly, and they have the result that they want. I mean, if you even want to open a local shop and you order from China, it goes without saying that it will cost you less uh, to even go to Alibaba.com and open your store um, and ship from there and you will have great results with amazing products, sometimes even customized products, uh, and it will work. So again, you have to remember that when I'm talking about communication is to make sure that you always communicate uh, positive feedback and positive results um, on how you work together. So uh, understand the different stages of your work. Again, here it can be any kind of work. I mean, I'm a consultant, so I know that, for example, uh, in my work, that's very important. Emails, calls, communication, results. Um, sometimes I sign projects that are three, four months long. So making sure that you continuously communicate every single thing that is in the proposal and how you're closing on them. So this is very, very important because a lot of people minimize this and they forget that this is also why things are so easier. And again, uh, this comes from uh, the culture as well, right? So um, because education does everything. So when you are in a country where the culture is really result-driven because people just work very hard, uh, it is easier to expect that from the people. One of the issues that we have in France, for example, is that it's not a country where the uh, work is number one. I mean, it's very much a socialist country, right? So uh, working, having results, being entrepreneur, making sure that you make your own money, uh, these are very new conversations for certain people and can, they can be scary. So if you're lucky enough to be in a position where these are things that you already think are true, that you can help implement, that you can help put in place, um, really do not look at yourself as small because everything that we can do to help local businesses thrive and local businesses exist and, and still keep uh, the doors open, we have to do it. Um, I know, for example, that I love um, clothes. I mean, I love even making my own clothes. I go and I buy my fabric. Uh, I look online on Pinterest on different dresses and skirts that I really love. And I go and buy my fabric and I make them myself. 
And literally just a couple of hours ago, I was telling my mom that I'm really curious to know if around where we live, um, I can have actually someone that is a local designer that makes clothes not expensive and ask that person to do it. Not because I can't, um, but that will actually help with that person making clothes, especially now that um every store is more i mean most of the stores are closed in in malls in paris right now or in france in general um and even if they weren't sometimes there's just things that you like to wear that are not available uh and i just told my mom i would love to do that to help out i mean instead of just giving free money i actually give them a job by wanting something that is custom to me i mean just for me because i really want it uh it will be specifically for my size it's a fabric that i bought so again this is a very small example uh and i'm going to do it probably tomorrow i'll find someone i just have to go on google and type um Taylor and I will find thousands of them uh, and I'll just go and, 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 and give that person uh, the design of the dress that I want and the fabric that I bought. So again, this is really a very simple and small example, but this really helps. Uh, again, when you go grocery shopping, uh, look at uh, whatever is local. And again, like I said, this can be very complicated because sometimes local food is actually very expensive. Um, but if you can and if you can afford it, really um, start there. And this is all of that is part of what I'm talking about communicating um, and the result because the moment you're going uh, to actually do it yourself, uh, even report on certain things that you see and start having an opinion, um, it's going to show on multiple conversations that you're going to have, even on the local government or local uh, ask or request, simply because you are now paying attention. Uh, so it's really, really important in the way you communicate by your action, by your words, with the result that what you see is changing and what you feel is really necessary, again, for the community to grow uh, and have local jobs. And then the last point of our episode today about localism is um, commitment. So I... Uh, like I said, it's, it's not necessarily very easy. Again, when you talk about uh, commitment and uh, local businesses, because you do have places where it's really um, expensive and it's really a lot of work and administrative work to actually have local businesses thriving and working and even hiring people locally. So that's why commitment and understanding what localism can do and the positive aspect of it is going to become really, really important because, again, it really has to be part of the values that you have. I know that, for example, in France, it is very expensive to hire someone, not only because of the taxes that you pay, but even when you're not happy with that person, firing them is a lot of work. Uh, you can get sued, you can actually affect your company, it's a lot. So people that are really committed to localism, it's not necessarily easy, even if it's the best thing to do. So again, like I said, uh, this is a very um, 
heavy topic for multiple reasons. So this is not an episode to bring any answers. Like I said, it's just an introduction and bringing awareness and just talking about it. Because to me, it is really important um, because I am against, you know, anything related to welfare, to uh, socialism. I do not believe in those concepts at all um, because I have seen them not working and creating a lot of damage. So even if it's a little bit complicated, I am still uh, a pro work hard and make it work and help local communities because those are just my values. But I am also very much aware that it's not simple. So uh, and it can be very expensive for people that are just trying to run their own businesses. So you need a a strong commitment. I mean, that's for sure. You need uh, the right attitude. You need to be involved the right way. You need to even control certain things the right way to not burn yourself. Um, Because again, the most important thing is for you to be able to make it. You cannot help people if you're not yourself even doing the right thing, right? So the commitment is also going to be on that, is that you're going to need, obviously, to set your boundaries, uh, to understand what is capable of you to do or not do, and work on that. And like I said, there is absolutely no zero um, impact. It doesn't exist. Whatever people are trying to do will help. Uh, If you don't have a company, if you don't have a business, Uh, but you simply decide like I'm doing to go to a local tailor or to buy local food, even if it's just once or twice a week, uh, trust me, that is huge. That is already very big. So anything that you do, don't consider it small because it does help. You never know who's actually um, giving to the big distribution local products, waiting for someone to buy their tomatoes or waiting for someone to buy their local meat. Uh, you never know. So, I mean, there are a lot of things that are happening where uh, one small step actually helps moving forward always. So whatever you have, whatever you are now, uh, whatever is happening today in your life, if you can help uh, local businesses, if you can help local communities, uh, if you can help in any kind of way, I, I can assure you 100% that you are needed um, and whatever action you decide to take is actually going to bring a lot of positive things and a lot of value. So again, commitment is very important. Um, Whatever you do, like I just said, is going to be very, very important. It doesn't have to be big. Um, And this is why I really wanted to talk about because when you look at these case studies and you read about them, you always ask yourself, well, I don't have the infrastructure. I don't have my own company. I work in a corporation. It doesn't really matter. I mean, there's always ways for you to help the local community. And it's very important to always commit to that because whatever we all commit to do eventually will work and will grow. So uh, that is our episode today on localism. I really hope that you guys will enjoy this topic and definitely it will help a lot of family and local businesses. So just to quickly recap, our first point was engagement. Our second point was communication. And our third point was commitment. 
So I really hope that you enjoyed this topic. And as usual, I hope that it will bring value into your life or a different way of thinking, of looking at things. Uh, and it will impact your life and your actions in a very positive way. Uh, I'm very grateful for your time and for you. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I wish you an amazing and beautiful Wednesday and the rest of the week. And I will talk to you again on Friday for our mental health episode. Uh, and I'm really looking forward for the subject on Friday that I have already picked. So I'll talk to you again on Friday. Thank you so much for joining me today and bye.